Welcome to the My St Albans podcast. Local people talking about the place where they live. For copyright reasons, we are unable to include the music chosen by the guests. Here's Matt Big. And good evening, and welcome to My St Albans show fifty-three. Um, the tonight our guest is just brilliant. I love her. She's um, she's just the greatest person I, I know. She's she is. Such an influence in St Albans. Um, I think she's done so much good for the city. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Annie Brewster's on the show. Hi, Annie. Good evening, Matt. That is too kind. Far no. too kind. Thank you. you. You've done so much for the city. Um, you are a force for good. Um, I can't believe we've... I know we've spoken quite a bit about getting you on and it's taken to show 53, but I'm so glad you've come on. Are you well? All good? Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Had COVID, just uh, just recovered, so um, just so pleased to be healthy again. And yeah, and 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 ripping into things that need to be ripped into. Yeah, fantastic. You are super busy, so thank you for your time. Um, My St Albans, really simple show. We have six questions, six songs. Um, let's get started, um, and let's start at the, the beginning. What what's your earliest memories of the city? Well, um. I was brought up at Brockett Park at Water End. So, so the first, um, so the, my first recollection city is my mother uh, taking me to Verilanium Park. You know, our huge hundred acre park with a huge lake feeding the ducks, which was, was such a joy as a little girl. And it's really hard to believe that so many years later, here I am, um, actually, as I was patron of St Albans Sea C- Cadets. And they, I don't know whether you know, but they got funding uh, from the 948 Foundation for a rowing boat, Matt. And they took me out on their first row on the lake. Wow. Absolutely amazing. I wore a big hat. And, and we, yeah, of course. And we and they rowed around the little island in the middle. It was completely silent and beautiful. And I think the birds were a bit shocked to see us there. Because it's not very deep, as you know, but it yeah. doesn't matter for a rowing boat. So it was such an honour and a privilege and a sort of full circle back to my childhood, um, how I'd Fantastic. gone there with my mum. Yeah. The, um, yeah, the, 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 those birds, they don't get many visitors around that island. So uh, probably one of the first. I think they quite like the look of the hat. I thought that's a, that's a good nesting de- destination. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, one, one of the greatest St Albans things, I think, is the park. I love it. I think it's amazing. So, yeah. It's, it's quite astounding. And, you know, a lot of work's going on at the moment to yeah. do more, uh, more um, having a look at, at what's actually underneath. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, it's just, it's, it's just incredible, our Roman heritage, as, as you know. Fantastic. Um, so what's your first song? What have you got for us tonight? Well, it has to be to do with water. So it's the awesome band Simple Minds and it's Waterfront. And that was Waterfront by Simple Minds. Um, a good song to start with, as I like to say. Um, so um, you've been around for a while in St Albans. Um, have you got a standout memory of the city? You got an event or an occasion? I think it's a really mean question because... <laughs> because they're all great. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you a favourite story of one of my 800 engagements when I was the mayor, and that was Christmas Lights Up in 2013. And it was a very near crash and burn moment, Matt, because 
I was asked to go on and introduce the pantomime actors um, uh, at the lights up before we turned the lights on. But yeah. they went on early and they were exhausted. All their conversation was exhausted by the time I got on. So I so I got up there and tried to interview them, and it was utterly hopeless. It was dear Gareth Gates and and um, some and some other actors, and it got to the moment. It was another radio show. It wasn't Radio Verulam, I have to say. But after asking them all these questions, I said, "How long have we got left?" And they said, seven minutes." Seven minutes, which oh, is a very God. long time. So I asked if they'd sing a song. They didn't know any. They hadn't rehearsed anything, or Gareth wasn't allowed to, probably in his contract. So guess what we sang? Jingle bells. Oh, but the thing is, thing is, we got to the point where we went riding through the snow on a one-horse open sleigh. Over the fields we go, laughing all the way. We went la 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 la. <laughs> words of the of the next bit. And that was about 10,000 people. So oh it was, God. it was, yeah, it was, it, it was retrieved, but it probably was, uh, yeah, one of the funniest moments in retrospect. That's amazing. What, seven minutes to fill? Yes. Yes. That's huge. Especially yes. when 10,000 people were looking up at you. Yep. But I, I learned so much from that, that people just want to be entertained. It doesn't really matter what happens. Uh, it's just just got to keep going. <laughs> got to go. Yeah, yeah. I know, um, it's it's a good time to comment. I think um, you were a brilliant mayor. You were an absolute brilliant mayor. And some of the stuff you've done, I'm, I'm, you know, people know about it. Your legacy for this city is is great. Um, uh, and I think for you to say that you're standing up on the uh, museum balcony because uh, that's quite a funny legacy but actually that building is your legacy and you've done an amazing job so it's worth just throwing that out early doors um what's your second song what have you got for us well it has to be to do with time so it's going to be clocks by coldplay and that was coldplay and clocks um so your name has come up a couple of times on this show uh to do with the next question and when people when I ask the question, who is your St. Albans hero? There is a couple of people that have mentioned your name and rightly so. And rightly so. Um, do you have a hero in the city? Lots. And you're, <laughs> and you're one of them, Matt. Oh. Uh, yes, yeah, certainly. And I, I mean, I won't, I won't name all their names, but you know the type of people uh, that I know that actually love this city so much that they go above and beyond whatever they do in their own walk of life just to make sure things happen and the city's so wonderful. But if I'm being specific, I'm going to go back a bit. I'm going to go back to the 1920s and I'm going to choose Samuel Ryder. Now, not everyone who's not involved with golf will actually know what Samuel did. But did you know he, he was the mayor? And in yeah. those days, he'd be the magistrate, the chief magistrate in the town hall. And as a seed merchant, he was the first person that, that, that sold the penny uh, seed packets because we had uh, so many railway stations coming from here. So he did all these things. He did very well um, financially, but his health wasn't great. And he was suggested he went to take up golf. And he went to Varilum Golf Club. And there he took on uh, a private coach called Abe Mitchell. And he realised that the British pros were not as dandy and well-dressed and well-paid as the Americans. And that's where he 
came up with the idea of this map and web gold trophy to have a competition between Britain and America for golf. And as we all know, that's now become probably one of the most prestigious and emotional sporting events in, I think it's about number three in the whole world. It's incredible. Mm. I, I don't think the Ryder Cup and its association with St Albans gets talked about enough. I don't. I think it's amazing. I think um, I know that story. We've conversations about that story recently, actually, about the Ryder Cup. But it doesn't just get mentioned. And I don't kind of know why. But it anyway. Does, it yeah. does. And, and, and as you know, you know, a dream for me and for many of us is that it comes back to St Albans and is played at Centurion, our wonderful world-class mm. course. That would be awesome. But the funny thing is when there was a tournament there and do you remember Thomas Bjorn was the captain uh, a couple yeah. of times ago and they asked if I could give him a tour in the next hour and I took him to the museum and various places but then I took him to Verulam Golf Club and it was a it was in a Sunday morning they'd been playing a, uh, you know their four ball had a few drinks and a guy walked round the corner with his pint and saw Thomas Bjorn who must be six feet something yeah. um, holding the Ryder Cup and the guy looked at the cup he looked at his pint and then he ran away he ran away I think he went to tell all his friends and then later on we had photographs with them next to the portrait in the golf club there so yeah it's 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 an astounding story and we and we need to get uh we need to get the world to know it came from St Albans yeah brilliant oh well, that's a great hero thank you for that that's brilliant uh, what's your third song what have you got for us well, I think uh, this one is because he put so much into St Albans and look what it, he got out or we got out of it. So it's got to be You Get What You Give by the New Radicals. And that is You Get What You Give by the Brilliant New Radicals. Um, do you have a hidden gem in St Albans you'd like to share? So, Matt, you probably don't think this is hidden, but it actually is because of topography a bit. And that's our beloved cathedral. And... It has to be our, our greatest jewel in our crown. And it's something, I don't know whether you feel the same, but every time I go in the cathedral, every time I see something I've never spotted before. I mean, she's such a mongrel of architecture. And I just can't believe how so long ago those craftsmen, you know, without any, any computers or, or you know, mm. proper machinery, achieve such beauty and detail and symmetry and we're so lucky she's still free to enter um and in fact of course I was very proud in my year that we uh, celebrated Magna Carta 800 because the first meeting of the barons and the uh priests and everyone uh, was in St Albans because it mm. was the greatest abbey outside of London and I actually I w was interviewed on the ITV News to talk about it on the hottest day of the year, wearing my full mayoral robes with with a fur collar. Um, so yeah, that was that that, that was a tr tremendous honour. But she is just the most beautiful building, yeah. and and uh, and it, it it's so much. It's what no one can take away from our city. Mm. Um, so yeah, she's got to be the hidden gem. And the idea of the museum is uh, actually we can signpost people to the cathedral who often miss 
where where it is because it's slightly behind everything else in the city centre. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's interesting you say that. I'm gonna I'm gonna be honest here. I can't change a plug without YouTube. To build that building without <laughs> anything, you know, just pure craftsmanship, and you know, it is it's a phenomenal um, structure. It's 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 lovely. I was really lucky, really really lucky um, that I went to the the, the top one year. Uh, you know, someone took me up. Part of the, we we had the film festival there, and they took me up and. The views up there, and it just is, yeah, every little bit is amazing. I think what they've done, credit to them, what they've done to add on the new bit is just, yeah, very done beautifully, really well. That was that was a challenge, uh, as you could imagine, with planning, yeah. but it, it's a great uh, marriage between the chapter house and the cathedral, it's calming, matching. But I, I've been on the top too. We, we took a film crew up there, and it was a bit like Winnie the Pooh. The guy with the camera got stuck. There was one point where we were on a ladder, it's not the easiest place to get up there, is it? It's not. It's 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 a little bit uh, quirky in your route up there. That's all I'm going to say. But yeah, if you ever get the chance, listeners, definitely go up. It's uh, it's brilliant. Um, so yeah, back to the music. What's your fourth song? What have you got for us? So uh, so this goes beautifully with the cathedral. There must be an angel by the Eurythmics. And that was literally the most beautiful song ever. There must be an angel by the Eurythmics. Um, so, Annie, this, you know, your perfect St Albans Day. Um, what does it involve, start to finish? Another challenging question. Um, so, so many things one could do. But I think from experience I've had, if I put all these together... Um, start off at dawn with the Morris dancers. Had a fantastic time on May Day with them where we danced outside uh, in the market square. So we'll do that. It'll be a charter market day. So we'll have some breakfast from one of the market stalls. Then um, a typical, I've got to go and do some shopping. So we've got our beautiful shops. And in fact, our twin town in Germany, when I showed them round, do you know, the thing that they were most impressed with were our shops. I think we give St Albans a hard time, but if you put all the shopping centres together and the independents and the side roads, put them all together, and actually we're probably the leading shopping centre now in the county. Yeah. So we do that, buy some nice nice dresses or whatever. Uh, lunch at the Fighting Cock, sadly not with Christo at the moment, but, um, you know, Let's let's all pray that that's going to go well and that that keeps going. And then a matinee. How about a matinee at the Roman Theatre? That would be rather splendid. Then I'd have dinner at Lussman's on the way back. And then I hope there'd be a dance going on in the assembly room in the museum and gallery and dance under the chandeliers. And... The story I have with the chandeliers is we nearly ran out of money on that project and they had plastic lights up there. So I said, no, we've got to have chandeliers. Three amazing benefactors paid £10,000 each for them. And I found a company in Wales that had a contact in uh, Florence and two brothers made those chandeliers in three weeks from a sketch I gave them on a bit of paper. And I didn't know what they were going to look like, Matt. Wow. they drove them through the night to get them on time. Um, an illegal immigrant jumped in their van at Calais and nearly had them impounded. And somehow they got there, strung all those um, uh, 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 
rows of uh, crystal. And there they are sitting there like they've always lived there. So um, it's just uh, we are we are so lucky that that all somehow got pulled together. Wow. What... Well, first of all, what a great story. But more importantly, what a great day. I'm, I think, look, fingers crossed about the fighting. Let's pray that it, it comes back. I think, you know, it's the oldest pub in the world and we need it to reopen. So fingers crossed to everyone involved there. Um, I think... Lusman's is a great place for food. Um, I, I'm going to just talk very briefly about the assembly room. And I mentioned this to someone the other day. I think it's the most beautiful room in St. Albans. I, I don't know a better room. And I think, and I know this is quite controversial talking to you, but I think it's underused. I want to do more in that room. I want that, you know, we've, we've had awards in that room, we've shown films and there's events, but, and there's some great exhibitions that literally take over that room. Um, and it overlooks, you know, the main thoroughfare and it's, it's the most beautiful room. It's always, and I think when I tell people, they think I'm a little bit crazy, but when they go in and they see the chandeliers and those 12 foot mirrors, yeah. it's just, it's just amazing. I mean, you're totally right. I mean, I got the idea of the colours, particularly on the ceiling from uh, the Edinburgh Assembly Room. And that's used in adverts, ballet, uh, concerts, all sorts of things. And to be honest, we were just getting there. And then, of course, COVID struck and yeah. whatever. But um, absolutely, I think one's got to see it as obviously the lucrative things, the weddings and things like that. Yeah. But but it should be sweat, not just sweating its asset, but it should just be showing off basically, because it was built, the shoebox shape was built for dance, it's better for music, the acoustics are better for music, but that was the place that everyone came from St Albans, and the little rooms outside, they were the sitting out rooms, the ladies room, the cards room, I mean it's just, it just was the place to go, so we, we, I'm absolutely with you on that, Um, and, and we'll do all, 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 we can do all we, we'll do all we can to actually, uh, We should organise like a 1920s night there, you know, yes. where people dress up and yeah. we have a good, you know, we'll get someone to run a bar and, you know. Um, anyway, that's we're just yes. digressing on that. But, yeah, brilliant. Thank you for that. Um, what an amazing day. Um, and uh, what's your next song? What have you got for us? Well, um, I'd be very sad not to have a little bit of Whitney Houston. So this one, Under the Chandeliers, I want to dance with somebody, hopefully be with you, Matt. That is Whitney Houston, I want to dance with someone. And yes, it can be me. Um, right, this is going to be the greatest question I've ever asked anyone. Because you were mayor. <laughs> so I i don't know how this is going to go. So if you were mayor again for a day, or was there something that you, you want to do again, or what was the greatest thing? I don't know. Let's, let's ask the question. Annie Brewster, former mayor, if you were mayor for the day again, what would you do? So Matt, I have been asked, I have been asked, you know, would you be mayor again, this sort of thing. And you're thinking, wow, do you know, because I had an extra month, I actually had four, about over 400 days as mayor, because wow. the European election was late that year. So, um, you know, 800 engagements, I mean, I did virtually everything. So I think it's very difficult to say what I would do in addition, but I thought I might just tell you a story that was, that's 
well, I think it's quite amusing. I don't know whether you will, but it was um, Boris Johnson. He, when he was mayor of London, he came to visit the museum as we were constructing it. So, you know, he loves Romans. So um, I took a centurion dressed up, a, a chap dressed up as a centurion to the station. And we met him there. And then we got in the car with his two advisors, got round to the museum and gave him a tour around. He met lots of people. Then he said, can I see something Roman? And we only had him for an hour. So said, well, if we're quick, we can get down to the cathedral. So we were running down the cobbles and all the journalists were on their high heels, as, as you can imagine. And we got there and I said, that Roman, sorry, that Norman tower there, that's made out of recycled Roman bricks. And he couldn't believe it. So he got his camera out and took his own pictures, whatever. Quickly got the car, got back in the station, uh, just about got him on the platform in time with the centurion. So we're standing there and a lady and her son uh, on the other side of the platform looked over and thought, oh, you know, and I could tell she wanted to come over. I said, do you want to come and say hello? Oh, yes, please. So she came over with her son and she turned to her son and said, do you know who that is? And the little boy said, yes, she's the mayor of St. Albans. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And I, and I have to say, for, for, you know, for, for, for whatever one thinks about Boris Johnson, he laughed his, he laughed his head off. You know, he, he, uh, he, he, he actually thought that was hilarious. So um, He took it well. Fair play. He did take it very well. You can't, yes. you can't say anything wrong about that. No. Um, what's your sixth and final song? What have you got? Well, I think it's what he would say, which is, don't get me wrong by the pretenders. And that was Don't Get Me Wrong by The Pretenders. Um, Annie Brewster, thank you so much for coming on. I've absolutely loved it. Um, I knew you'd be a great guest. I knew it. Um, I say again, you know, from my time of living in the city, you know, you were a brilliant mayor and you did so much. I, I, you were, I think, and this isn't a criticism, this is a positive comment. You were everywhere. And um, I think that's a good thing. That's a really good thing because... You just you you didn't do the things you wanted to do. You did what needed to be done, and you did everything. And I know I know you continue to do amazing work for this city. Um, so just, I'm just going to leave that on that. But Annie, thank you so much for coming on my St Albans. Um, you'd be a great guest, ladies and gentlemen. This has been the brilliant Annie Brewster. Matt, thank you so much, and thank you for what you do. And I've absolutely enjoyed it. And it just is wonderful to share my love of St Albans. So thank you so much. That was the My St Albans podcast. You can subscribe to more episodes on your favourite podcast platform or at radioverulam.com slash podcast. And if you'd like to support this podcast, please do at radioverulam.com slash donate.